Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You are listening to the Arash Markazi Show on a new generation of radio. The all new and mightier 1090 AM. Good afternoon on a beautiful Friday and welcome to the Arash Markazi Show on the mightier 1090 in Southern California and 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas. I'm joined as always by producer G. Hey Wiley and associate producer Armani Buckets. What's up, guys? No, nothing. Uh, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> just shock and awe that the Clippers won the way that they did. Shock and awe. Yeah, listen, I mean, I think we touched on it before. Uh, the Clippers are finding ways to win games, and that's all that really matters when you're talking about a team like the Clippers who are playing without Kawhi Leonard, per- perhaps for the majority of the season, perhaps for the full season. But if there is a chance he can come back, I, I just like this group. And we we, uh, we had talked about it before. Again, six-game winning streak. For the Clippers right now, um, the biggest thing that I like about what they're doing is the contributions they're getting from across the board. I mean, at the beginning of the season when they were struggling or they were failing to win games, it was so Paul George-centric. And we knew Paul George had to have you know, a career year for them to be a comp- competitive team. What we're seeing now during this six-game winning streak is that it's Reggie Jackson, it's Eric Bledsoe, it's Zubac, it's 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 a Nicholas Batum, uh, and so this is the kind of performance that you need to get from them again. Uh, one twelve, one oh nine. So so the Heat lose back to back games again. Um, no Jimmy Butler. He was sidelined in the first quarter of the game against the Lakers. But Armani, we we uh we talked about it. I mean, this Clippers team is a gritty group, and I say that complimentary. I mean, this is a team that all you want to do is find ways to win games. And right now, as we sit here, seven and four, but more importantly, following a one and four start, six straight wins. This group is starting to impress me. It's funny because you know the one and four. Yeah, like you said, one and four start, and now it's just the the chemistry of the group it's it's the carryover effect it looks like from the western conference finals run these guys do it by committee and it's incredible because last night against miami they were down i believe like 20 points in the first half and they rallied so effortlessly they rallied before halftime they were down 20 and then they were tied up and might have even taken the lead by halftime This group is very, very resilient. And when you look at the Western Conference standings right now, they are in sixth place. And the seventh place team would have to play in the play-in tournament. Seventh is the Lakers. So already we have a brewing storyline between (laughs) whether or not they might have to compete for who's going to make the playoffs and who's going to be in the play-in. Oh, yeah. and and But the one thing that I want to see – and I don't care if it's in the first round. I mean, I, I know for a couple of years there, we thought maybe just maybe the Lakers and the Clippers playing in the conference finals, how great would that be? At this point, I just want a playoff matchup between those two teams. We have not seen that yet. Um, I would love to see that. Uh, G.A., do you allow yourself to kind of think uh, that 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 this is a really good team? Again, we've, we've talked about it. You thought that they were a playoff team, but obviously the, the, the expectations for a team playing with Kawhi are going to be couched six straight wins, some quality wins in there. Uh, do you allow yourself to start thinking about this team as 
you know, perhaps a contending team. I mean, I've always thought that they were going to be a playoff team. Now, whether or not they're going to contend for an NBA title, that still remains to be seen. But they are finding their groove right now, right? They're finding their their momentum, as Armani said. Um, they're finding their way um, where everybody is able to play their role now, right? And it's not just Paul George uh, being at the forefront and having to take on this major role, so which is kind of nice. It, the, Reggie's finally finding his groove. Um, you know, you you have all these pieces together. My only issue is going to be if and when uh, Kawhi comes back. You know, what what are we, what are we going to do then? But we got a long ways to go yeah. uh, till that happens. Oh, yeah. So you know what? I'm I'm sitting pretty for a hot minute. But you know, once a once a Clipper fan, always a Clipper fan. I will always have doubts. I will always, you know, I'm always <laughs> going to be on the edge of my seat, just waiting for the other ball to drop um, or the foot to drop or the shoe to drop. I'm just going to basically wait. I don't want to say waiting for them to fail because they're not, I don't think they're going to fail. I think that they're going to make the playoffs. I just, you know, that NBA, that elusive NBA title is something that I'm not um, going to jump the gun and say that we're going to win. No, and you know, but, but the reason that I said I'll take a flyer on them again, if you're in Vegas or if you're in a town that you can bet legally, uh, the futures bet on them at 20 to 1 is such a great bet because I do think they make the playoffs. And if Kawhi can come back again, you don't need him for the season, but I mean, if he can come back the last couple games of the year or something along those lines. You're talking about a healthy and rested Kawhi. And we saw that in Toronto. The reason load management became a thing is they smartly said, hey, listen, we would love to have Kawhi for the whole season, but when do we really want him? When do we really need him? It's during the playoffs. It's during the conference finals. It's during the finals. That's when we really need him. And so, listen, he's genuinely hurt right now. So this is not a load management thing. But if if timing works out correctly... And the Clippers make the playoffs. And let's just say they're the sixth seed. They don't have to go into this play-in tournament. And they get Kawhi back. Again, top five player in the league. Went right, went healthy. People forget. I mean, his performance in the first round against the Mavericks. The last time we had seen stats like that in terms of the complete stat line was Shaq back in 2000, who was the most dominant player that we've seen. So if they can get a healthy, right, and rested Kawhi back, I'm going to take my chances on the Clippers. And again, we've talked about it, and we'll see how good the the Warriors are. The scary thing about them is they're playing like the best team in the league, and there's no Klay Thompson right now. And and by the way, you're going to get a Klay Thompson back who's got a lot to prove. I mean, he was another one who was upset about not being on that top 75 uh, team. So... We'll see. I still think the West is wide open. The reason I, I kind of like that 20 to 1 flyer on the Clippers is you're going to, you will perhaps, and I'm going to put it out there. I do think Kawhi comes back. I do think the way these guys are playing, the way that they are, are, are kind of just showing that, listen, we are a playoff team. This is a team that Kawhi wants to join again, maybe the last 10 games, last five games, something like that. I did not think, by the way, that I would start the show with a uh, long, uh, you know, speech about the Clippers. Because listen, what happened yesterday? As soon as we got off the air, as soon as we were off the air yesterday, and I'm thinking, man, I'd love to hop back on and talk about this because we talked about this with Nick Hamilton, and at around 12:30, I'm thinking, why are the Rams not in contention for 
Odell Beckham Jr. And Nick said, who says they're not? And it was a great point because the, the thing is, what happens a lot of times in the media is people throw things up against the wall. So it's like, well, I think the, I think the Packers are in contention, the Chiefs are in contention, and they, they throw out five names in there. And the one team, and I guess I'm a little bit biased because of where we are, I thought the Rams made sense only because the Rams wanted him. The Rams wanted him uh, back in 2018 when he played for the New York Giants. They offered the Giants a first and sixth round uh, picks for him. That trade got declined. He ends up going to Cleveland. But this is a superstar city. This is when you talk about trying to succeed in Los Angeles. And I touched on this. I, 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 I tweeted out just because, you know, since July, guys, since July of 2019, the Lakers, They've added um, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Dwight, Clippers, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, the Rams, Jalen Ramsey, Matthew Stafford, Vaughn, Mil Vaughn Miller, Ed Dodell Beckham Jr., Dodgers, Mookie Betts, Max Scherzer, Trey Turner. This is a city that they realize we need to go out and attract the best stars, the best players. And I'm not saying that Odell Beckham Jr. is as good as he was when he was with G.H. Giants, but I do like the move. I do now think of, I mean, it's going to be hard to stop a th threesome of Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, and Odell Beckham Jr. G.H., you had a a kind of interesting tweet or take on it. But again, you've you've been a fan of the Giants, so you know this man. You saw him at the pinnacle of his career. Your thoughts when you heard the news. Good luck to the Rams. That's that was my initial thought. That my initial thought was good luck on that train wreck. Um my my issue here's my issue with OBJ is that ever since the boat crew, which um when the Green uh, Green Bay Packers beat us in that wild card with that bomb of, a, oh my gosh, I, I can't even talk about it, but with that bomb of um, a throw by Aaron Rodgers into the end zone for um, a touchdown, uh, you know, he just doesn't perform. He hasn't performed really well. Um, if you actually look right now, um, in the last six games of the season, he had 17 receiving yards, 232 catching yards, zero touchdowns, zero yeah. touchdowns. I get it. You know, maybe they're not flowing. Maybe, you know, him and, uh, you know, the Browns are whatever the case may be. Maybe they're not flowing. Maybe he's not getting those touches as he complains to be. But if you're great, if you're really good at your what you do and you are considered this deep threat, bomb bombing deep threat, then you should be able to catch that ball, man. I've seen you make some bomb ass catches, some bomb catches. So I just I don't understand why, you know. I, I just don't think it's a good idea. I don't think it's a good idea in the locker room. I don't think it's a good idea just in general. I think that he's just, it's just not a good idea. But you know what? People change. And, you know, far be it for me to sit there and judge, and um, maybe he's changed. Maybe th this might be a Russell Westbrook issue. Maybe this will be a Carmelo Anthony issue, you know, where they, they'll change. <laughs> yes, right. So, yeah, the the unique thing was this was not a move that the Rams needed to make. They have a great offense. They have a great set of wide receivers. This was not a need position. This was not like a team out there that had just lost a wide receiver and they had a position that was open. Again, they just released Deshaun Jackson because he was not getting some time on the field. He was not getting the targets he wanted, and he asked for the re release, and the Rams 
obliged. Now, with Odell Beckham Jr., it's a little bit of a different situation because I think he has a good relationship with a few guys on that team. Well, you're right, G.A. I mean, when he went to Cleveland, I think everyone was thinking new scenery, uh, new quarterback. You know, this is going to be a new player. Um, the difference here, I think, and we'll see how it plays out, is he's he's really being brought in for the second half of the season. He's, expe- he's expected to uh, be at practice today, make his debut Monday Night Football against the 49ers with Von Miller. Um I think when you're being brought in for the second half of the season and you're not making that much, and so you kind of really have to showcase what you can do if you want to have a big contract when the season is done, you're going to be on your best behavior. So I'm not saying that the Rams have to sign him to a long-term deal, but I do think you're going to get a player who's like, listen, I got six games, seven games, what not to showcase what I can do if I want a big-time contract. And I believe that they did it. I, I don't think that they signed him to a. Uh, they signed him till the end of the no, year. No, 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 no. So it's well. That's what yeah. I'm saying. So uh, yeah. So my point is, he's only signed for half the right. season. He's going to be on his best behavior to get that big contract. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if he can be on his best behavior, then sky's the limit for that kid. But I, I just don't see it happening. But again, anybody can change. People change over time. So time's going to tell on this one. I, I just, I don't believe it. Um, just because. Over the years, you haven't seen that change. You, you know, this is his third organization. This is his yeah. third team. Um, when are you finally going to change, man? When are you finally going to? And the NFL literally stands for not for long. So you've had a really good career as far as not having to change and, you know, getting into fights with, with Nets and, and, and the like. So it's just, <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see how this how this works out. I'm not the hugest OBJ fan. I've I've said it for years. Um, I've said it he, even when he was with the New York Giants, and just his attitude. It just it needs to change. And hopefully, you know what? Uh, getting recruited by Von Miller via Twitter that probably helped. Um, you said that there is a yeah. culture um, that, and there are people in that locker room that he admires and he loves. So. You know, may, maybe he'll change, and maybe I'll eat my words. I'll be fine with that, though. To be honest with yeah. you, if he wins them a ring, and if he wins the Los Angeles Rams a, a ring, I'll eat my words. I, I will be the most humble. I will eat some humble pie, eat crow, whatever you want to call it. But yeah. just history has proven that he can't do this and that he won't do this because his ego is just too too high up there. So I do like what the Rams have done, though. I mean, when when they came to Los Angeles. I said, this is a unique city because in Los Angeles, you know, we are sports fans, but I I think you need to show us that you are going to be a contender, that you're going to try your best week in and week out to bring in the best talent. And the Rams have really done that from the moment that they got here. Again, they traded for the number one pick in the draft, which was Jared Goff. Now, I know. You know, he didn't have a great last year here, but he did. uh, He was the starting quarterback when they went to the Super Bowl. And really, as I touched on, you know, since that moment in time, whether it was prior to this run where they got Sue and they got Marcus Peters and they got Sammy Watkins and Cooks and, you know, they've they've constantly tried to bring in the best players. Now, again, they've gone to one Super Bowl. They lost that. They have really put all their chips into the middle of the table in the hopes that they can go to the Super Bowl this year. Why? The Super Bowl is at SoFi. And so for for them to 
kind of be in that position to not only play in that game at home, but just to win the hearts of Los Angeles. And I think that they're right there right now. Cause I know the, if you're not from Los Angeles, you kind of like to lump the chargers and the Rams together and say that there's no fans here. And listen, when you don't have a team for 21 years, of course you're, you're, going to pick your team. So G.A. is a Giants fan. I grew up a uh, Cowboys fan. Armani Buckets is all Chicago, so he's a Chicago Bears fan. Um, and it's hard to change that, right? It's hard to, like, when you're 21, 25, 40, to now say, hey, listen, Los Angeles has a team now. Forget about the team that you've been cheering for for 20-plus years. Become a Chargers fan or become a some other – you know, that's, that's not – realistic what can happen over time though is that is that you kind of uh tell fans okay listen i know you're a new york giants fan for example like jihei but i do believe that when the rams are playing and they're not playing her giants she does root for the rams i'm the same way I do. and so right yeah. and so like over time you develop that culture where certainly the kids growing up with their hometown team, that's different. So this is sort of a, a long-term play. And I am beginning to see that. I am beginning to see more and more week in and week out when I go to these games, more Rams fans, more Chargers fans. It just takes some time, though. Yeah, and you also have to take into consideration that LA is a win-for-now uh, city, yeah. right? I mean, the, the Rams are definitely taking a page out of the Lakers' book right now, and they are they're winning for now. They're not looking. They're yeah. not looking five years from now. They're not looking ten years from now. They're looking for right now. We got to win a title right now because LA. We, we look at winning. We look at winners, and if you're not winning today, you're losing tomorrow. So it doesn't matter. You know, you're losing your fan base if you're not winning right now. So uh, good on the Rams for trying to uh, get that deep threat in Odell Beckham Jr. We'll see what happens. Um, but if they don't win for now, they're going to lose a fan base uh, that they've been building on so yeah no i mean because i the the big thing that you have to do is try to win now i mean that this is not when you're opening up a five billion dollar new stadium you cannot be in the middle of a rebuild and luckily for the rams and the chargers it worked out well for them for the chargers for example to draft justin herbert the next superstar quarterback i don't want to say they lucked into that but if they had the number one pick in the draft, do they select Tua? Do they select someone else? I mean, they basically, they were gift-wrapped Herbert because there was no pick. I mean, like in terms of Tua was picked, and so they 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 selected the best player that was on the board. And so the Chargers are set up for long-term success. Uh, and they're more of a... Like they're they're doing it in terms of drafting players, younger players. So they're 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 not putting all their chips in the middle of the table right now. But that being said, they're still first in first place in their division. So they're in still. I mean, the hope and dream, by the way, of a Rams Chargers Super Bowl is still alive and well. Um, tonight, by the way, we do have the Lakers going back on the court to play the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Lakers are favored by two and two points. This is a game that I'm not going to touch because I do think the Lakers, if they win, will probably be by two points. But, you know, listen, the, the Timberwolves are three and seven. The Lakers are, are seven and five. As we've talked about, the Lakers, I think, are, are, are an exciting team. Laker fans don't agree with me because they're like, this is a frustrating team. This is not a fun team to watch. I guess I, I need to reword it. All the games are going to be close. 
no matter what the score is of the game that you're going to be watching tonight at Staples Center, do not change the channel because whether they're down or whether they're up by 26 or 19 or 14 with six minutes left in the game, that game will come down to the last possession. And so whether that's exciting, whether that's frustrating, I don't know what you want to call it, but these games are Fun to watch, I think. I mean, shoot. I mean, it. we got sports back. We got capacity crowds back. It's fun to see what the Lakers are doing. And Staples Center Carmelo right now is worth the price of admission. Uh, all right. Let's leave it there for now. When we come back, Matthew Stafford talked to the media yesterday about the big signing. That is right. Dodell Beckham Jr. is coming to Los Angeles, so we will hear from Matthew Stafford about his new wide receiver when we come back right here on the Mightier 1090 and 98.5 The Fan. We will be right back with the Arash Markazi Show. And you are listening to a new generation of radio, the all-new and Mightier 1090 AM. listening to the Arash Markazi show on a new generation of radio the all new and mightier 1090 a.m. when we come around Welcome back to the Rosh Markazi Show on the Mighty Air 1090 in Southern California and 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas. Again, big day for the Los Angeles Rams. Yesterday, signing Odell Beckham Jr. Um, I love this move. Again, I am a star. Uh, you know, I like when my teams or the teams that we cover attract big names, big stars. Again, that that to me, makes things exciting. It's not a player that the Rams needed. Again, you got Cooper Cup. You got Robert, you got Robert Woods. You have the best like offense in the league right now, I think, statistically. So this was not a move that they had to make, but they must feel strongly enough that he's going to find a way to not be a problem. Again, Jalen Ramsey openly recruited him on social media. Von Miller, who just joined the team, recruited him um and the big thing is he's only signed for the second half of the season there's only i think eight or nine games left in the regular season not counting the postseason of course and that that's it and so if it doesn't work out that's all he's signed for certainly if it if it totally flames out they can cut him before the season i don't think that's going to happen but you're not bringing in a player who's signed to a long-term multi-million dollar deal where he can just do what he chooses so he's not only playing right now for a ring he's not only playing for a big contract with the rams he's playing for a contract from someone around the league in terms of saying hey i am still one of the best wide receivers in football and if you don't believe me let me let me show it to you i like that on both fronts you know with the signing of von miller or the sorry the trade for von miller both of these guys are signed for the second half of the season. And so they're not only playing for a ring, but they're playing for a job with not only the Rams, but to showcase what they can do. Again, no one's uh, you know saying Vaughn is a problem, but I'm saying these two big name guys have been brought in solely for the second half of the season, solely obviously in the short term to win a championship in Los Angeles. But I do expect them both to kind of just try to 
fit in as well as they possibly can because they are not only showcasing their ability with the Rams, but around the league. So, Jihei, I, 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 I do think that we're going to see a different player, but I got to be honest, you're, you're 100% right. I mean, a player who has shown what he can do like off the field and uh you know when you think back to his time in new york g hey uh you touched on it with the <laughs> it's, it's crazy even to say it fighting the field goal net but what are some of the low lights highlights that kind of say man i don't think this is gonna work out well i'll start with the low lights and i'll i'll end with the highlights the the low lights are you know what you just said you know getting into arguments and fights with a field goal net and, you know, getting on a boat right before the playoffs and raging and partying. I get it. It was probably a bonding moment with all the whiteouts and that's what it was. You know, that's, I think that's what the intention was, but if you're going to party the night before a playoff game, you better show up. You better show up. And he didn't, he didn't show up. A lot of those guys didn't show up. And, you know, after that, after that boat crew fiasco, his career went downhill from that from there um he wasn't making the catches he wasn't the deep threat that he is supposed to be he's he wasn't fitting into his potential and he became more of a liability right he became more of some drama in the locker room and it became the odell beckham show uh so that that's my that's my low light for him and it's kind of been like that ever since the boat crew now highlights man that kid can catch he is a great deep threat. If you really look at his film, you know, early on and look at his film when he's at LSU, he's phenomenal, you know, and that's why the Rams got him is because he can pose that deep threat. He can, uh, you know, chicks dig the long ball, man, and uh, OBJ can can catch that long ball. So if, again, if he can just get rid of the attitude and get rid of the Odell Beckham Jr. show, man, he, he could be great. He, like... He can be phenomenal, but I just don't see that happening. So, you know, prove me wrong, man. Just like Paul George did, prove me wrong. Yeah, Gia, you have been a fan of a team of two of the more kind of interesting, for lack of a better word, head cases or people that we can't figure out. I mean, Kyrie with Duke was a little bit different because, again, he was not in Duke for a, a long time. But with both of these supremely talented players, you have often said, I don't want to have anything to do, to do with them because they're not team first guys. You know, with Kyrie went to the Nets and everyone thought that was going to work out. You kind of pushed back on that and said, like, I just don't know how well he's going to fit in. And now we'll see what happens here. Again, like Godel Beckham Jr. coming to Hollywood, coming to Los Angeles. So uh, with that being said, the first one to kind of talk about it publicly was Matthew Stafford, Rams quarterback. Matthew Stafford talked to the media. So we're going to now play for you uh, what he talked to the media about. Again, Matthew Stafford talking about his new wide receiver with the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, um, you know, great to be in contact with him. Obviously have a lot of respect for who he is as a player. Been watching him do his thing for a long time. Got a chance to play with him at a Pro Bowl. Watched the way he worked, the way he went about his business. Um, you know, and, and uh, you know, have a lot of respect for him. So um, it's an opportunity for us as a team. It's an opportunity for him, you know, to come in here and prove himself to us, uh, you know, like what our, what our room is about in the receiver room is pretty special. I know he'll fit right in and, uh, you know, just continue to get better and, and um, you know, hopefully it'll help us as a team. Is it built uh, after all these years, even, um, you know, only 29, but after the ACL, everything, like, 
his ability at the catch point still really is striking. Mm -hmm. um, what does that give to your downfield passing attack? Yeah, you know, I think uh, it's going to take time. It's going to take, uh, you know, work for everybody to be on the same page, him to learn, you know, what we're doing and, and how we go about our business and, and, you know, us two working together and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, what he's able to do when the ball's in the air, it's, you know, he's proven it year after year. And, um, He's, uh, you know, outstanding when the ball's in the air, going up and making catches. He's really good after the catch as well when he can stay grounded and catch and run. Um, so, um, you know, he's, he's obviously a very, very talented player. Um, you know, excited about uh, getting the opportunity to work with him and, you know, what he can bring to our team. When you say it takes time from your lens, obviously, how much is it, oh, he's open versus you know his skill set and... and yeah, work? you know, I, I can't tell you right now. You know, I think it's going to be one of those things where we get on the field, we get some reps together, and and uh, you know, figure out, you know, what comes, you know, you know what what becomes comfortable the quickest, and we go out there and do that, and then we continue to work on things that uh, you know maybe need some time to work on it. So, um, you know, this is this is in season. We got games to prepare for, people to go play, and and you know, games to try and win. Um, you know, he's a professional. He's done this a long time. We've got you know. No doubt that he's going to come out here and, and uh, work his tail off for us, and, and we're going to work together and try and get us, you know, going as quickly as we can. Um, but, you know, that's that's something that we're just going to have to see when he gets in here. But uh, I'm definitely excited about, you know, having the opportunity to work with a, with a guy like that. Have you envisioned having a, a wide receiver as magnitude now, in addition to already the prolific, you know, wide receiver core that's already here? Yeah, you know, I, I've played with a bunch of good ones, you know, in my career, and, and uh, he's definitely uh, he's up there. He's a talented guy. Um, you know, it's. It's one of those things where everybody on our team carves out their role. They do a great job of figuring out what that role is going to be, um, you know, and going out there and proving it, you know, both on the practice field and in games and, and getting those opportunities. I know he'll do the same. Um, you know, I'm just, uh, you know, there's a lot of time between now and, and, and that, and we just got to make sure that, uh, you know, we're on the same page, go out there and play ball. Matthew, uh, two questions. How's your ankle, and what's it like playing in an organization that will do you know, there's no limit on what they're going to do to go out and get more players. Yeah, ankle's fine. Um, ankle feels good. Um, you know, was did everything I normally do on a on a Wednesday practice today, so that was nice to get back out there and not have to sit around like I did last week. Um, and as far as an organization goes, um, you know, it's great. Um, you know, didn't happen a whole lot of times when I was in Detroit. Um, you know, either free agents wanting to come there or you know, big trades happening. Probably on the you know, the other end of the spectrum, probably a little bit more, you know, trading guys away. But uh, it, uh, it's fun. You know, I know as a player, um, you know, the more talented players you can, you know, accumulate, uh, you know, theoretically the better. So we're, we're excited to have both Vaughn, you know, Odell, a bunch of guys that we've, uh, you know, picked up through either free agency or the trade. And, and uh, it's on us as players to wrap our arms around them, bring them in, show them how we do it, and, and um, you know, bring them along as quickly as we can. The Rams obviously weren't, like, uh ever ruling it out, right? But to be a part of a player-driven push, sort of elite push to help, you know, convince a player, uh, you know, talk to a player about the atmosphere, the environment, um, was that kind of a fun experience for you? Robert said not so, maybe not necessarily fun, but got the job done kind of thing. Uh, yeah, you know, I think um, certain guys on our team you know, know Odell probably a little bit better than others, and um, you know those guys uh, have great relationship with him. And understand, you know what makes him tick and and uh, what he's all about. Um, probably a little bit better than you know some other people. So it was it was cool to pick their brain and see kind of, you know, uh, you know what he's like, what he's about, and, and how interested he was in, in playing with us. So it was uh, it was a fun thing to kind of be, uh, you know, somewhat involved in, I guess. Matthew, how big of a surprise was this to you after Vaughn last week? Um, I mean, nothing really surprises me anymore, to tell you the truth. Um, 
you know, I know that uh, you know this is an enticing city to play in. This is an enticing organization to come play for. Um, we have a bunch of other great players on this team. Um, you know, AD, Jalen, Cooper, all those guys, great players. Um, so it's exciting for other people to come in and, and play with those guys. So uh, I'm just happy to be a part of it. And Cooper was talking about the great culture that you guys have here as a team. As a leader, what's your message if you have any to Odell coming in just based off of even where he's been in the past? Um, yeah, I think, you know, it's we do things a certain way and, and um, you know, it's it's a, it's a fun time. You know, we work our tail off. We have a bunch of fun. We've got a bunch of great guys that are willing to do whatever it takes to try and win. I know, you know, he's excited about getting the opportunity to come in and try and win. That's what he wants to do. Um, and if that's what he wants to do, then shoot, that's that's what we're all about. So uh, i got no problems. I'm excited about it. And, uh, you know, just I don't know when he's supposed to get here or whatever, but we'll, he'll be out here. I'll be throwing around to him at some point. So. Yeah, I mean, he, what he's done in the past, what he's been able to do in his career is, is uh, you know, it's well documented. You know, he's a he's a very talented player, a Pro Bowl a Pro Bowl receiver, and and. Um, you know, it's it's on uh, you know me to get him the ball when he has the opportunities. Our guys to you know scheme him up and, and get chances for him. But um, you know, I'm just excited that he's part of our team. And um, as far as what defenses do, I haven't played a whole lot of defense in my life. But uh, I imagine the better you know, the more number of receivers we can get out on the field and, and uh, you know run down the field, the scarier it's got to be. Quick question on the Niners. After the game Sunday, you said you wanted to get to the film right away. Mm -hmm. When you look at the film of them, are they still um, as tough as they? <clears throat> think up front from what you're seeing? Yeah, I mean, they, they play extremely hard. They play very physical, um, fast, relentless. You know, their front seven really gets after it downhill, um, does a great job tackling the running back on the way to the quarterback. You know, they uh, they really get off the football, get into the gaps and try to penetrate and disrupt plays. Um, and I think they've got playmakers on the back end. So it's a big challenge for us. Um, you know, I know, I was with their defensive line coach in Detroit for a long time. I know what he's all about, and uh, those guys play – you know, like I remember the guys in Detroit playing. They play hard for him, and, and uh, so it's a big challenge for us. Um, you know, San Fran's a really good football team. Um, you know, we'll uh, we'll have our work cut out for us. And it doesn't sound like the angle is a big issue right now, but I know uh, <coughs> uh, last year you played through a lot of things. Um, how how often would you say, even as you continue to play, especially in the second half of the season, are you a hundred percent? How often am I hundred yeah. percent? Not often, but I feel good. I really do feel good. Um, coming out of that game, I felt great running around here today. So much better than, you know, even last uh, Wednesday having to run around. So not getting not getting the chance to. I love to practice. I love to be out here. I love to work with our guys, throw the ball around, uh, be involved. There's nothing worse than staying on the sideline. So I love uh, I love getting the opportunity. I felt you know felt great today. Does a veteran just learn to play through those things? Yeah, absolutely. So Matthew, I know you've got a pretty good idea of who. Odell is and what he brings, but any particular memories from the Pro Bowl experience that stick out as far as you getting to know him or playing with him or anything like that? Uh, yeah, he made some great plays in that game. Um, had him on a uh, on like a flag route that I told him if I touched my shoulder, he needed to run a pump, and he, you know, basically shoot the shoot it through the safety. He was like, "Hey, you want me to go in front of him or behind him?" And I was like, "I don't care, just don't slow down." <laughs> and uh, ended up going behind him. I think it was Whitner at the time. Uh, threw a ball up, and uh, he made a great diving catch um, in that one. So yeah, I mean, in practice, it's not real serious practice, but he was still doing his stuff where you know he's making front-handed, one-handed catches and doing all that kind of stuff. It's uh, it's impressive, you know, what he can do when the ball's in the air. And then again, I think 
you know, over the years you've seen what he's been able to do, you know, catching a slant and just ripping through his zone and, and uh, making some big plays too. So, um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of work between now and then, but I'm excited to, you know, add a player of his caliber. All set. Thanks. Thank you. All right, that was Matthew Stafford talking about, again, big Monday night football game. I mean, you talk about things working out well schedule-wise. Monday night football, Rams 49ers. It's Odell Beckham Jr. making his debut. It's Von Miller making his debut. It's the Rams really trying to bounce back off of, a, of an embarrassing Sunday night loss to Tennessee. Things are working out well. And again, uh, Stafford was really the only one who kind of talked about the big uh, signing yesterday when Sean McVay uh, uh, talked to, to the media, it was prior to the signing. He knew it was going to happen, but he was pretty coy talking about it. Um, there was a feeling while we were on the air yesterday that the Rams were in pursuit of their new wide receiver. And it's Odell Beckham Jr. coming to Los Angeles. Um, and the reason that I like the move is just – Having that th- three wide receiver target, like I mean, like if if you want to focus on one guy, I mean, w- w- when Matthew Stafford drops back, and you got um, Higby at tight end, but you got Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, and Odell Beckham Jr. I'm just imagining Sean McVay drawn plays up at Matthew Stafford making the plays, and and hopefully that that works out. Again, the Super Bowl this year is at SoFi, and the Rams are going all in to try to play in that game. But another big game tonight, Armani Buckets. We got the Lakers. We got the Timberwolves. It's a two-point spread. I don't love that spread just because I do think it'll probably be a two-point game. Um and we've talked about it. I, I don't know if I if I said the right word in exciting. It's maybe frustrating. It's like exciting the way that a car chase or car like accident would be. But at the very least, at the very least, these games always come down to the end. Your sort of view of this game tonight as the Lakers try to put some wins together as well. First of all, Arash, the the word that comes to mind for me is dramatic. The most dramatic team in the NBA, Um, which to me is exciting. But to to others, I can see why it wouldn't be. This game tonight is is about one man, and that's Anthony Edwards. I mean, last game against the Warriors, not only did he have 48 points, he had an incredible soundbite when he was telling Steph... (laughs) Hey, by the way, I'm going to get 50. And um, his confidence just, it oozes. When you watch a game of of his um, of his team, his confidence is what stands out the most. Yeah. Over the last four games, he's averaging 30 points a night. Um, we just saw LaMelo Ball come into Staples Center. This, to me, LaMelo's great, and he might be better than Edwards. But right now, Edwards is the hotter player. He yeah. might be the hottest player in the NBA right now. Uh, this is going to be fascinating to see because we just saw what Shea Gilgis Alexander did. Yeah. So expect big things from Anthony Edwards tonight. Yeah, and this is a game that just because of, like you said, I think dramatic is the word. I mean, because I just got killed on Twitter. That just happens on Twitter, as you know, uh, guys. But uh, everyone was like, "Have you seen the Warriors? Have you seen the Chicago Bulls?" I said, "Listen, they're not the best team. I never even remotely called them the best team. In fact, I actually said they're they're not the best team. I said they're an exciting team. And I think dramatic might be the best word. At the very least, you're going to watch till the the finish of the game. And so it's not a perfect team for Los Angeles Lakers fans because they 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 want a couple of blowouts here. Um, GA, what's on tap for you? Again, I was planning, by the way, guys, to head up to Northern California. 
today because USC was supposed to play Cal, but that game got canceled because of COVID. I mean, the fact that we're here November uh, 12th of 2021 still getting a game canceled because of COVID is crazy. I will be heading up there, though, and we talked about this game. Rams 49ers Monday night football game. I will be there for that game. Uh, what's on time for you guys this weekend? I mean, for me, it's Duke all day, so I'm I'm not even going to bore anybody. I bored everybody all this week with um, Mike Duke, uh, my, my, all my Duke fandom. So, but it is Duke all day for me. So they will be playing Army. I will be watching for sure. Um, they're playing Army tonight at four o'clock our time. So I will be watching that at work. <laughs> and Armani buckets. What's on tap for you? I'm kind of disappointed, Arash, that you're not going to the Bay Area because the Warriors play the Bulls tonight. Two of the oh! best teams in the NBA. No, that it's, is exactly. <laughs> it's it's going to be difficult to choose if you want to watch the Anthony Edwards show <laughs> against the Lakers, or if you. The problem is the Bulls are going to be missing their starting center due to again COVID. So it's going to be. We'll see what happens, but that game should be very exciting as well. Yeah. No. So I mean. I guess I should have still kept that. But you know what? I'm going to do something very interesting. I've never done this. I'm taking the train up there. I'm taking the train wow. up there. So one-way train ride up just because like, I kind of wanted to see what it was like. And then one-way flight back down. So I'll be uh, I'll be back here uh, Tuesday. All right. Listen, this was a fun week. And Armani Buckets is officially in the fold. Associate producer. G. Hey Wiley has some company, uh, you know, putting the show together. All right, folks, that's all the time we have for today. Let's do it again on Monday. Until then, this is Arash Markazi saying stay safe, stay healthy. The Arash Markazi Show on a new generation of radio. The all-new and mightier 1090 AM. So it's hard to knock it. Everybody got their own thing. Currency chasing worldwide through the hard times. Worrying faces. Shed tears as we bury brothers close to heart. What was a friend now a ghost in the dark? Hard part about it. Brother got smoked by a fiend. Trying to floss on him. Blind to a broken man's dreams. A hard lesson. Court cases keep them guessing. Plea bargain ain't an option now. So I'm stressing. Cost me more to be free than a life in the pen. Making money off of cuss words. Writing again. Learn how to think. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.